Here we go. Welcome back. It's another episode of the Awful Service Podcast. This is the podcast with free parking. Yeah. <laughs> It's that kind of podcast. It's me, your host, Matt Doima, with... Hey, it is me, uh, the uh, young oyster himself, Joe Hogazello. I'm feeling young again. I like y- I, Young I went, oyster? I don't know. I'm trying to... I'm, I'm, Throw and say, I, I try to come up with something new. What? What? What was I? What was that I? Sounds crazy like a, you sound like a SoundCloud rapper. We got your oyster on the <laughs> yeah. mixtape. What? Sorry, I've been so watching... Always- I've been watching the Wu Tang uh, an American saga on, and, on Hulu. So now I everything to, is just a, it's just all rap. I went to Asia Mall last week. So it's <laughs> I I was just hanging out a lot in the live seafood area. Right. Well, if you start getting face tattoos, we're gonna I'm gonna be very uh <laughs> upset. Why is why do SoundCloud rappers have to get face tattoos? It's actually in their it's in their contract. It's like a bylaw. You know, and we could talk about face tattoos all up. In fact, you know what? Fuck it. We're just going to talk about face tattoos. But no, <laughs> no. Uh, you got we've we've got a wonderful guest on the podcast. The very funny Trevor Anderson. Everybody, go there for Trevor, who has Hello. no face tattoos. <laughs> you can't see him. This is an audio media. He he puts Post Malone to shame. Yeah, mostly face tattoos. It's addictive. Yeah. You get one, and then you know. I, I is it. It it has to be you can only get face tattoos after your mom dies, right? No, because they no post alone. His mom's alive, and she loves it. She's like, yeah, look at my respectful son here. I think at this point he he's making enough money where she she went I, from the protesting to uh, do whatever you want, honey. No, no, I still think he's post Malone, but he's not accepted at his mother's church. <laughs> yeah, he's he's not allowed to go to the first Presbyterian church in. <laughs> I'm Something tells I'm me he's okay with that. He's he's probably doing just fine. He's dealing with a Bud Light hangover. Yeah. Can you Actually, get hungover drinking Bud Light? I, 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 you know, I that, that's a good. But I honestly, it's mostly water. You just hydrate. Yeah, there you go. Speaking of face tattoos, I have you can a come to church if you. Maybe we'll put some makeup on it. I have a friend who has he's he does one face tattoo, and it looks like a teardrop. Okay, like you, you know, like you murdered somebody. But if you look really close, it's the Decepticon logo. Logo. Okay. <laughs> so That's I'm like, what? Cool. I'm like, I said, so I told him, like, does that mean you murked an Autobot? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's, I, real dude. Is... he's a comic, actually. And and it's his only face tattoo. Only face tattoo is one teardrop of a Decepticon logo up on his cheek, right under the eye duct. Like he's a murderer, but it's a fucking Decepticon logo. He hasn't met many murderers in his life. Like he hasn't worked in a kitchen in a restaurant. Like it's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he actually works for FedEx, so that's that. That probably tracks. Uh, anyway. Right. We could talk about my friend with bad face tattoo decisions or post Malone, or can you actually get a hangover from Bud Light? That's actually a, a good, I just, ugh. you don't get hungover, but you do get diarrhea. That I can attest yeah. to. 
Yes. You don't get From diarrhea if you do the if you do the tampon, the Bud Light tampon on the ass. Yeah, I'm going to take your word for that, Joe. Yeah, Joe, I don't know. Assume, I, I just I googled it. He, he, googled uh, it. <laughs> he put an extra scoop of Bud Light in his tampon. You see, to make it a little extra heavy. You know, the heavy. Yeah, I go thick. It's yeah, it's thick. But this is the Awful Service Podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about different customer service stories and the jobs and everything we're there within. Um, the very first segment of the podcast, Trevor, is one that we lovingly refer to as the resume. Show us your resume. Why should we hire you? Have you ever had a job right you up and fire you? Tell us all about yourself and your place of business. Talk about your former job's filthy, shady politics. Show us your resume. Again, Trevor, the resume section is when you get to kind of have your say, tell us the stories. You don't have to tell us every job or go chronological. You can go reverse chronological. It's not good on our backs at our age, though. It's, uh, it's right. a little tough. <laughs> so yeah. wherever you want to start with. Um, let's see. First job. First job I had was in retail, actually. Oh. And that was my only retail job I ever worked. It was I, I grew up in small town, Wisconsin. And... Uh, I worked at the store that they had in that town. It was like... <laughs> was it just called the store? It was called uh, C&M Liquidators. So basically they sold <laughs> shit that like Walmart couldn't sell. Yes! I know these type of stores. They're, they're, I they're, love they're these like stores. unclaimed they, freight. They're like an unclaimed yeah, freight store, There's right? like furniture. They, there's tools. There's like... Uh, they buy like batches of things. There's extensive tchotchkes, you know, like the stuff that your grandma puts out at Christmas, mm-hmm. and then it's like a, it's, it's never the good ones. Yeah, recalls like the, don't exist at that store. Oh no, yeah, it's expired like, food. Uh, <laughs> yes. I know it's this is my wheelhouse. <laughs> yeah, I I loved it actually. It was, I mean, as far as a job goes, it was still a job, you know, like, mm-hmm. but you know, I don't know. It was either that or like a gas station. Or you made the right uh, choice. <laughs> but yeah, so we I worked there for a long time. Um it was like me and a bunch of old ladies that worked there. <laughs> so and I was like, that's my demographic. So you know. I kind of like what the best days there was when they got like new furniture and I just go listen to like music and go put together furniture. <laughs> it was like like an IKEA builder, but way filthier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just imagining like uh, country radios playing on in the background over like some old speakers. It was all country music. I I would live for the holidays because those two months of Christmas music was better than like, it wasn't like the old school country Mm -hmm. Western music. It was like the pop country that just made me want to gouge my eyes out with a socket wrench from aisle four. A A lot of Garth Brooks, a lot of... Yeah, I don't, Brooks and Don, lot, and lot of Brooks and, the, and Country, and the Liquidators is a uh, has a many many items in the store to yeah. gouge your eyes out with. Yeah, so yeah. It, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, you, you got to go to the kitchen section where you can find sporks. Well, yeah, just a plethora of you could be anywhere in the store, and you're like you could just reach out and probably be 
and grabbing yeah. distance of something to gouge your eyes. I was like, mm. please, can we do like classic rock like one day a week? You know, and he's like, no, it's not what the customers want. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> the customers don't want any of this shit. We're just the only store in town. So they like <laughs> buy money, buy, spend their money here. It's a, I wonder go, if they have it. See, that's when you go and you buy a three year expired box of, of corn pops. And you're like, there, I'm a customer. Can we put on some Hendrix? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, those, those stores are time... so great. I'm sorry. I yeah. just I love them because you just don't know what the fuck you were going to find at them. Yeah. I, well, yeah, you go in the back and like you I bought fuck. this full Jenga set, brand new. I, I just happen to have this in reach at one of those stores. It was brand new in the box with the with the 699 sticker. I'm sorry. Yeah. It was just like within reach of my. And you're not going to buy that. You're not going to go like a games by James at the mall seeking oh, no. out Jenga. But no. if you're walking, th- you're strolling through the aisles, you're like, I guess I need a Jenga set today. Especially when it's like half the price of like a like a regular store. It'd be financially irresponsible for you not to buy that Jenga. I have a magic eight ball that I bought the same day. I believe could I, that. Could I ask you guys a question? No. Uh, I I. When was the last time you've been in the games by James? Because I went recently. I was looking for a specific old game for, uh, it was for uh, my girlfriend's grandma. And they, like, we were going to play. Settlers of Catan. It was, yeah, it was, but that's the thing. We went in, and they said that they had some uh, like card based. Uh, like they they said they had the game. They like, mm-hmm. but they didn't have the game. But we went in, and it was just all those games. Kids. Yeah, because that's that's what months. That's what that's sells. what that's what games by James is now. It yeah, they're not selling be, apples apples to apples anymore. Right? They didn't have it. They barely they had uh, like a little tiny aisle with those games, and everything else was like a settlers was like. Just all Dungeons those, and Dragons, yeah, magic. I, like, it's it blew my mind, and like all those kids, those magic kids, and the D and D kids, and the and, and they and the settlers of Catan kids, they're all hanging out in the store. So it was just like it. It was unbelievable. It was I, I had I had just I had not known that the vibe shifted. And I still thought, I just assumed a Games by James was a game, a board game store. If nope. you wanted to get Operation, you go to Games by James. No, if you, you wanted go to Life, now. Games by James. Yeah, it's like, this is like, it, yeah, it was a very odd. I had, to, I had to go eat some Dunkin' Donuts and Donut Holes to just like, and even that was shit. I hate oh, yeah. Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> yes. I fucking hate Dunkin' Donuts so much. Since... They stopped the commercials from the 80s of it's time, time to make, to make the, donuts. the donuts. Yeah, they had they've been trash. So you work sorry, Trevor, you're working in you're working at the place, you're listening to terrible country music. Yep. Yeah. It was it was okay, but it was like I remember one day this this lady came in, she was like furious. <laughs> and I was like, she's just coming in hot. I was like, okay, she doesn't have anything. She's not trying to return some some garbage that she knowingly bought from us. Like <laughs> that was kind of our return policy. It was like, uh, did you know this place literally sells junk? Like you can't. <laughs> oh, it broke. Wow, I'm surprised it made it to the parking lot. <laughs> but no, so she's coming in hot, and she's like, "Has my husband been here?" And I was like, 
Uh, <laughs> maybe as she and she had her checkbook and saw that this guy was spending like hundreds of dollars at CNM LIQU. So she thought it was a liquor store and he was like under the radar, like buying, he was buying tools and tarps and shit, but she thought he was like hemorrhaging hundreds of dollars a week on booze. <laughs> no, it's just for his goofy fucking project in the backyard. Yeah, like he has to spend that much because the tools he buys here break every week. <laughs> Actually, though, he was building a bar. Yeah. So that's, I mean, she wasn't far off. If I was married was to someone with that kind of energy, I'd have a secret bar project going on. Yes, too. Exactly. <laughs> His toolbox actually just ha- it just has many bottles of liquor in there. Just and they just yeah. all ha- you know, it's like World War II where they used to write the bullet, the name on the bullet of like, but instead it's just every little bottle of liquor just has his wife's name on it. Yeah, it's just fucking Maureen. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we sold some like expired Yag at some point. I mean, it is Wisconsin. You have to <laughs> legally sell beer and liquor in every store, I believe. Right? Yeah, <laughs> like like a hardware store. Oh, you need a bottle. You need a bottle of brandy with that. Yeah, might as well. All right. No, yeah, I I only did <laughs> I did that for a few years, and then. Do you I, remember the wildest thing you ever saw, like on the shelves or while you were? They. We would get every once in a while. You you just get a pallet in the back, and you like mm-hmm. take that knife and cut open the plastic stuff and <laughs> find and out what you got. It was it was you know I was in this dark uh, warehouse, whatever, and it was all like porcelain dolls. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, I was freaking out. I'm like, I need to get out of this warehouse in case <laughs> shit goes down with this pallet of porcelain dolls. <laughs> and it's like, what the clientele is not. They weren't gonna go wild for these porcelain dolls right there it was weird that once you opened it you just started hearing la 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 yeah la, so that's la, when i quit no. <laughs> we have your soul trevor yeah but at a discount <laughs> yeah it's the, oh yeah sorry no i sold that years ago don't worry yeah. <laughs> you want some pop rocks what's up yeah <laughs> they don't pop they're just a Packet of gravel. It's just yeah, they're just rocks at this point. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no, I don't know. It was it was a okay first job. Oh um definitely created a baseline of empathy in my life for retail workers. Oh yeah, getting screamed at by Karen's were like, You don't have this. Well, of course we don't. It's a fucking like we have we barely have anything. What are you talking about? I don't know what we have. Why would we have this? Just be happy that we have any of this. Yeah. And then buy a shot doll. Shut up. Yeah, it's, it's two for ones. Really? I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> it is now. Yeah. I stopped that and then I got into lifeguarding. Oh. I like just the local pool, which was, that was fun. Um, and then when I started lifeguarding in college at the U of M, I realized that I was like, I'm, like, I'm the worst swimmer in this building. <laughs> like, what the fuck am I going to do? <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm sitting in the chair watching like NCAA Division One. Like Michael Phelps was in the pool, and I'm like, I hope he doesn't go down because like, I'm not going to be are the you, guy to go in and save him. Are you serious that you were lifeguarding while Michael Phelps was swimming? Yeah, in the pool? it was like a the a Grand Prix meet or something like that, and I was just like, <laughs> I'm going to go get a serving job. There's way less stress. Uh, and also, though, Wasn't like there much stress lifeguarding. I've never seen any I, of them get injured, and it, when it, they do, they they lifeguard themselves. 
Joe, it's stressful. They have to get the little zinc oxide to put on the nose. And then, you know, do you have, does your, is your whistle an operating thing? And also you tell them kids stop running by the pool. The stress was when I was lifeguarding for like the Minnesota boys high school swimming and diving. And it was just like, just a room full of kids and speedos running around and like the diving part, you know, like you get points for getting closer to the board. Yeah. And I'm like, that's, so I'm like wincing and grimacing every time. Like that's you're not just, instilling. You're just imagining a Greg Luganis scenario. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to be here with some kids snaps his neck. And I'm like, uh, I kind of phoned it in during training. So <laughs> like, I kind of fudged my resume. You're yeah, doggy so paddling out to the kid. working at a pizza place. <laughs> way more, way more my speed. Less could go wrong. Doggy paddling out to save a professional swimmer. Like, hey, I'm not a strong swimmer, but like my my CPR game is on is on point. You gotta help me out, man. I know you just <laughs> cracked your skull, but <laughs> could you kick or something? <laughs> or else we're both gonna go down. Yeah, uh, you can't stop and humming it's the theme. Fault. To- <laughs> the, the second lifeguard's like, I had to save both the kid and the other lifeguard. You never stop humming the theme to Baywatch. Yeah. <laughs> of course, Joe would know all the lyrics to that song. Oh, yeah. I'm doing that fucking love that show. Yes. Uh, it's an unhealthy I, obsession with, and it's not even for the. It's Pamela not even Anderson. the show. It's like, it's not even about the show. I love to watch. I am addicted to watching background actors in things. Oh, that's. Uh, that's- it's they don't know what to do with themselves. That. It is it true. It changes the show. It's like, what am I supposed to do with my hands? Like, whatever. Just stand your background. <laughs> no one cares. You're not even focused. It's great. Play with, a, play with a beach ball or something. I don't know. But, <laughs> but they're actors, and they, they like it's like this is on their resume. Passed out guy on the on the stairs. CSI New York. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's. Yeah, I'm past yeah. guy on the stairs. What do I do with my hands? Nothing. <laughs> just sit there. <laughs> but I think I'd like I I be doing I, something, though. should have some exposition during this point. I think I could really make this character, uh, past out guy number five, really. What's his story? <laughs> what if when the camera comes by, I'll, I'll, I'll start to dry heat? <laughs> that's what my character would do. Uh, no, we just need you to. You just, know, you're just a passed out there. guy on the fucking. Please don't worry. <laughs> What if I started crying? Can I cry? I can cry on cue. Hey, 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 drunk guy on the couch. Do you want to be passed out guy on the stairs? All right, you're you're, you're drunk guy on the couch now. He hits yeah, the big that. leagues. So you what, what what pizza spot did you go work for? Is it like a local or? A... Yeah, it was it was on campus at the U of M. It was called Campus Pizza. Very uh, creative name. They sold pizza on campus. Couldn't tell. Uh, yeah, it was it was cool. It was a. Uh, it started off as like a hole in the wall in one on one side of the street, like with the kind of oven that would turn and like mm-hmm. you would it, you know, like all they did was sold pizza, like pasta you would like boil, you know, like you'd flash boil it or whatever and throw the sauce on like shitty pizza place salads. Oh, <laughs> oh so it's like the wet like it's it's the whole lettuce head and then just the toppings that they put on the pizza. Yeah. It's like, all yeah. right, some black olives. Uh, what, uh, oh, some pizza on- place salads onions. are notoriously shitty. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, it was, it was, I liked it because it was like. Somehow just, greasy. Somehow <laughs> the salad is greasy. Well, it's again, because they put the pizza toppings. 
on the salad, and that should get, get yeah. You know how something. every every salad has pepperoni in it, <laughs> <laughs> no, and like, olives that have have the same hands that un, have touched uncooked sausage. <laughs> 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 oh god campus pizza and salmonella uh, uh, <laughs> you just man. throw the salad in and rotate it a few times in the in the folds oven it's it's good but oh. yeah i like that place because they like that was kind of when i was starting to dip my toe into stand-up too so like being one of the few responsible employees they kind of knew like well, we kind of got to work with Trevor's schedule because, like, he I shows wanna... up. Yeah, he... I, I show, and I, 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 like I mentioned, I listened to uh, John Conroy's episode of this, and like, I have the opposite vibe of serving than he does. Like, he, he is contempt for being there. I'm like, I'm here. I might as well, you know, meet the people. Like, you get tipped better if you have a good attitude. And you oh just, yeah, for sure. Your life is better if you just like, hey, this is where I'm at. Let's let's have fun. Let's you know, make some friends, make some money. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. But it was, uh, yeah, it was one of those where I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be gone for two weeks. I'm like, ah, shit. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. Just let us know your veils when you're back or whatever. <laughs> you're sending your veils to the pizza place. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Monday through Wednesday day, preferably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. And by the way, shots fired, John Conroy. We all know you listen to this podcast, even though you say you don't listen to podcasts. Yeah. He's actually, he's in the room, Zoom room right now. No, he doesn't. He's being very quiet, uh, which secret, is unlike which John is Conroy. Hard. Yeah, I was yeah. Saying, that's how you know that's a lie. He hasn't said anything. Ooh. Oof. Yeah, you oh, up by now. So you're working at a campus pizza place. So I'm assuming you've had to deal with like, like a lot of drunk college kids. Not so much at the first iteration. So what happened was I worked there for like seven years and then the building got bought out mm-hmm. like, like you do in the U of M. Some developer comes in and is like, we're going to build 14 stories with zero parking. Mm-hmm. And you go, okay. So then they moved across the street into this giant space and expanded the menu to like burgers and wraps and, you know, its own salad bar that didn't involve salmonella and, See that's what lost the kids. They, you well, know. they they overexpanded their menu hugely. I'm like, yeah. how do you go? They ended up going out of business. Uh, yeah, I was just about to say this is that that seems like a right about to go out of business kind of move. Yeah. Like you're surrounded by college campus stadiums selling beer and pizza. How do you go out of business? <laughs> right, yeah, the kids kids are going to really want some uh, some 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 uh, a good salad selection. And, salad bar uh, yeah that's and, what you uh, get uh, so you've got the same stoner pizza chefs if all they're making is pizzas fine pay them the shitty minimum wage at the time <laughs> but like if as soon as you're starting to add like oh this burger needs to be medium well and this wrap oh. needs to come up the same time as this calzone they're like uh-huh. what dude what? <laughs> you know <laughs> so wait we're not yeah. supposed to put our this the unwashed hands on the salad now what yeah, so it was a recipe for disaster. But again, like I said, they gave me pretty much free availability for like, at that point, I was doing more and more shows and actually ran an open mic out of there, which <laughs> was uh, everybody should have experience running an open mic. Oh, yes. But uh, they don't need to make it their bread and butter. 
Because like we were, it was like move-in weekend, you know, families are like, oh, let's go get a pizza and split, uh, you know, a pitcher of cherry Coke. Oh, and God. it's like, it's open mic night. So it's like, so abortions are fucking crazy, huh? It's like, oh, God. Sucking <laughs> this chick in the ass the other night. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh. Guy, who, guy who watched Anthony Jeselnik's special and now thinks he's going to do stand-up without any of the nuance <laughs> or punchlines. I feel that so deep in my soul. Oh, yeah, because how is say, the, the three of us have all run open, club, right? either run or I run, I can turn continuously run one. Joe, Joe's ran some open mics. You oh, ran yeah. an open mic. Ugh. Every, every, if you're a comic and you're listening to this podcast and you haven't ran an open mic, you should just do it, do it like for like a year, at least one year. Yeah, no, it's like, it's like working or don't as start a, a new one. Like, no, just, no, don't do it. Don't, don't just start help it. someone no. else with one. Give them right. a break. <laughs> oh, yeah. Please don't start a new open mic. Jesus Christ. That's the one thing the world doesn't need. Yeah. Oh, God. That's an inside baseball joke for the Twin Cities comedy scene. <laughs> <laughs> that, it's a, uh, no, that's it's one thing that the world does not need anymore of is open mics. Please, dear God. Yeah. We should probably thin the herd on what's already in existence. Well, you say that now, but summer contest season is just around the corner. <laughs> Exasperated groans. Oh, that's right. More office funny guys are going to. No, yeah, I, I, can, I can say this now just because it's not uh, this episode's not going to come out for a couple of weeks. I got a message from the owner of the building that, or the place where I, I host my open mic, the Keller Comedy Open Mic every Wednesday. Doors open at eight. Start, show starts around nine. Uh, in uh, St. Cloud, uh, Minnesota. Uh, and the owner messages me and lets me know, hey, so this guy called uh, the man, the owner, he called the fucking owner to say he's coming in this Wednesday, the 22nd of March is when, uh, and he goes, and he's the owner of a business in town, has never performed before, but he is forcing his entire work staff to come. So there's going to be 60 people. Editor's note. Only six came, not 60, in Wait, a tiny what, basement bar. What night? This Wednesday. Oh, wow. Yeah. And he's going to, he's just, he's, he's like coming. And I'm like, I know that it's going, he's, he's not going to be funny, but he's going to get laughs because he brought 50 people. I already know that, that are he, under his employee. Yeah. Under his employee. So like, you better laugh or your promotion is off the this table. Is Johnson. Be, yeah. <laughs> Well, this is going to be a, a super fun night to not be that guy. Oh, yeah, it's going like, to be great. I haven't told you guys are the only ones. You're the only comics I've told about this because I know neither of you want to touch an open mic with a ten foot pole. But yeah, he's come up to St. Cloud. I actually, I actually thought about going. Trev, you want to go up? You want to go out <laughs> perform fucking... in front of sixty people? Because I'm putting that guy on last. Yeah, yeah, everyone's going to leave if you. If <laughs> oh, I, I already know he's going to try to pull. Well, I brought all these people. Cool. New comics go on yeah, my mic. New comics go late. You're the head. Yeah. No, keep telling him he's the headliner. Yeah, you're the headliner. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're You've saying you're promoted. saying I should put, push. Him. You know, you're so important. You're so bro. special. We're gonna you let you do seven minutes and keep saying that. Yes, man. You brought sixty. Yeah, but people. I didn't. I didn't tell a lot it's... of the Twin Cities comics because, like, I know for a fact that. No, if you tell one much. of them, it's going to like it'll just be wildfire. Like, because mm-hmm. oh, it's going to be a good open mic. Yeah, we're going to be there. Yeah. Like, so you just can't tell any. If you didn't no, tell anybody, I'll take photos. Like, where were you guys? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't know. That's the real thing about open mics. You guys know this too. One week you may have a huge audience. The next week it might be four people. 
Right. Yeah. So you're telling God going back to that. I could imagine though, like you're saying, like move in weekend. The parents are just that's happened with us too. We're like it's people that are moving their kids into town, and they it's older because we're a bar, we're a bar bar twenty one plus. But you'll still sure. have like families just show up because oh, it's an event, it's something to do, and then again, yeah. they don't know that these guys uh, think that they're Bill Burr at, or yeah. Chappelle, and are just going to come up and just try to tow a line that they don't know how to tow yet. Isn't it so funny to watch them try to dance? Uh, maybe it's not funny to you guys. <laughs> it's, at a certain like, point, I'm, I'm I just like learned a two step. God damn it! Yeah, like, I know. Try to break dance, and and then they put the little pause where they expect the audience to laugh, and mm-hmm. the audience is just staring at them because they don't know what the fuck's going on. Yep. <laughs> yeah, Dad's like, I just need a Mick Golden Light after hauling all this Target crap up to my daughter's dorm. Exactly. <laughs> right. Ugh. I haven't laughed at anything since. <laughs> so, you, so you said they so they move into this new space, the pizza, the campus pizza. Which, by the way, yep. I, I hope that that is now part of the, the economics course at the University of Minnesota. <laughs> they talk about like, and like, this is what not to do, kids. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I hope so. Here's an example: do yeah. not overexpand. Do not. No, it was it was kind of a case too of like the owners were kind of checked out, and they kept trying to hire different gms to like figure out why it wasn't going well and like the three of us just any experience in the service industry you're like well you don't pay your cooks well the food sucks you start jacking up the price because your rent went up because you you know you had this huge kitchen now that you got to pay off so now the regulars are like wait a second this used to be 12 dollars right now it's 14 and then yeah it's but I, you know, I let it ride out because I was like, I'm not going to look for a better serving job. I want to do more comedy. <laughs> right. And this is kind of naturally progressing into just falling apart underneath me while I was getting more, <laughs> more stage time. Mm-hmm. See, when businesses go, when they go out of business, uh, that kind of propel you're like, oh, shit, I got to get, I got to get more comedy gigs. And it's like, <laughs> it's, it kind of just propels you in the road. No, uh, but uh, was it a slow inclusion, or are we talking like pretty quickly? Like before it was, the it, it lasted first there for quite place. a few years. I think the owners kept hemorrhaging their own money into it. Yeah, and it was you know they were like trying events and they're like, oh, you do comedy, let's try to do instead of the open mic, we did this other thing. It was a charity comedy show. And Fulton Brewery was very new. So they would donate a keg once a month of their Sweet Child of Vine or whatever, hmm. which is not like a college okay. keg beer. No. It's you, know? no. It's a, you have a couple. So your show was, it was $8 for a cup. There were eight comics that each did eight minutes. And college kids, would, you just drink until the keg's gone. And it's like a 6.5 ABV, like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> And people heavier like brew, and like the bathrooms were so disgusting after that. Like the <laughs> the sidewalks were just painted, and like because they was like, oh, I had too much beer. Time to go to you know Rumplemans or whatever. Like just college drinking decisions. Mm-hmm. And I remember we had to. There was one day like this guy was getting carried out by his buddies with just like piss soaked pants, mm-hmm. and the manager was like. We might have to reevaluate these events. <laughs> I'm like, now? 
Yeah, you should ask them if they could uh, maybe cut it in half and make it like a. Can you make it like a four percent IPA for yeah, us? I, like, yeah, it was water it down. Give us it was, water yeah. it down and give put, us two kegs. Yeah, like, put light in it. Ugh. Yeah, I don't know. I'm. Yeah, so that place. I got I got a call. I was I was on the green line going to Acme, and one of the servers was like, "Hey, you don't have to come in tomorrow." I was like, oh, are you taking my shift? And she's like, no, like, we're not a restaurant anymore after tonight. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I found out they were closed. (laughs) She's like, they're like unscrewing things from the walls and boxing up all the booze. (laughs) Yep. But yeah, they apparently that's an industry kind of standard for, I mean, with shitty owners is to just like pull the plug because if. Yep. Well, they do that for two reasons. One is because, yeah, they're just like, fuck, fuck the staff, whatever. Like, we need to recoup our money. We can't afford to pay them. And then secondly, uh, they do that because they don't want the staff to steal shit. Because oh, you tell, jokes you, on them. That's yeah, been going on for years at that point. It's a chicken or the egg scenario there, Trevor. You're right. Um, but no, that's like their, their right, their reasonings. Well, I guess the shit will, uh, start, uh, disappearing. Yeah. Cause like, but true story, I, I worked for Famous Dave's for seven years, and then when they closed, they actually told us like a couple days ahead of time. But then they made they said they would pay us um, a two week severance, which is unheard of in yeah. the restaurant industry. And not only that, they paid me my extra week of because I had a week I I was I worked there long enough to get vacation time, so like they gave they also paid me by my vacation week as well. So like when I, I got a, I got a four basically, and because I was a, some other stuff, I got, I got basically a month of pay when they did that. But part of the whole thing with, um, with them and for everyone else is you had to sign a piece of paper saying that you had to show up for your last shifts. You couldn't just like peace out. And that if you stole anything, all your money would be gone. Really? Yeah. But that's actually, that's not, that's kind of more of an ethical way to do it. It's, it's that's why it's unheard of. Yeah. I've also worked at places where they just do the freaking Martin Luther thing and they post the shit on the door and they're like, okay, we're locked up. Fuck you. Bye. Yeah. Yep. I thought it was weird. They decided to do it with a hammer and nail, but you know, whatever. Teach their own. Yeah. <laughs> just a big railroad spike. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're closed, motherfucker. Um, so where did, did you end up going anywhere after the pizza place or? So that, that kind of led to a little bit of like, uh, unemployment funded soul searching just like those yeah it's like you know and thank thank god i i haven't even given her any credit my my wife jessica is like the most supportive person Sorry. your dog and, agrees yeah <laughs> my, dog, my dog loves your wife uh, <laughs> hey, uh no and she like she knew before we were even dating, I was trying to make stand-up stuff happen, you know, mm-hmm. like, so she knew going in, like, um, oh, she, she wasn't, she wasn't blinded yeah, by yeah. the, uh, uh, blind, blindsided by it. No. Yeah. She was, she was like, okay, well, let's figure out what you want to do, you know? And in the meantime, I did a ton of stuff around the house. Cause I was like, I gotta do something. Uh, you gotta be the hey, house husband. Honey, look what I did today. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't, I wasn't playing Xbox all day. Yeah, I cleaned my bong and then played Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> See, it's really clean. There's no resin. <laughs> but also the dishes. Yeah. <laughs> There's no dishes. I did them. Yeah. Jokes no, so her. I, so yeah, I had to. Yeah, I, yeah, I had to because I spilled bong water everywhere. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, it was, I don't know, it was one of those things where kind of in the perpetual MC feature spot with comedy though, too, where it's like, it was, it's, you know, it's not easy to make that jump out of that plateau to like, oh, now this is a meaningful use of my time. I yeah. think 90% of the people in the Twin Cities comedy scene, maybe in general comedy, are in a spot kind of like that where they're like, oh, I'm spinning my wheels. I could, you know, featuring is the easiest job in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, you could do that for the rest of your life, but it's just like, you know, you want to do something else with your time. But, uh, so that that kind of time and the unemployment ran out and I was like, all right, I'm going to start looking for bartending jobs again, just some daytime stuff, but nobody wants to hire somebody who has zero weekend availability. Yeah. Stuff. And, uh, I was at the bar across the street from like where we lived at the time and the bartender there used to go to yoga in the same building that campus pizza was in. Whoa. She was, she was like, and she would like grab a shot before she'd go up and do yoga and stuff like that. She was like the only person that we got any business from that yoga studio. Wait, right? hold on. That is a, br- we're going to take this part out. Cause it's br- drunken yoga studio. All right. Yeah. We, we come up with million dollar ideas on this podcast all the time. So okay. Do, well, yeah. When I did yoga, yoga air I- freshener budget, Downward, eat, downward I, dog and 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 yag. I'm surprised that you guys didn't get in the yoga business because after after yoga, all I, every time I did yoga, I would go get a slice of pizza. I would have been there every fucking day. Like it's yeah. I would well maybe I not after they raised the prices. I would have. I would, ah, that's just ridiculous. Ah, I can find it. But no, she was so this this bartender. She was like, hey, just. Just a heads up, I saw something is going in that old pizza place you used to work at. And so I was like, I'll go check it out. If anything, just out of curiosity. And when I went in, it was like they were doing staff training for this new Mexican place. And I knew the guys who were opening it up from the bar next door, Stubborn Herbs on campus. And I was like, hey, do you guys need like a daytime bartender? And they're like, that's literally the only thing we we can't find anyone to do. So it was like the, the universe aligned. And now I get to work with my friends doing Monday through Thursday lunch and just like little old office ladies. Again, that's my demo, like Mm -hmm. old white ladies. (laughs) Especially, you know, you start crying when you hear tear in my beer, you're like, I miss Mabel. Yeah, (laughs) no, that, that place is called bar luchador. Uh, Like the best the best service industry job I ever had. Like the boss was, he was, he like really did a good job of being boss friend, but also like, I'm going to put in as much work visibly so you guys can see like, yeah, we can, we can hang out and be chill, but like, we've got to make this thing work. Oh, so he, he actually lived by example. Yeah, no, he was nice. cleaning the dish pits. He was. And that had to be really for- hard with that mask on his face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, <laughs> that would actually you know what i would go to that place with all the servers uh, the hosts the cook they're all wearing luchador masks yeah <laughs> it, it was a wrestling themed taco place like we would legit have like we'd sponsored stuff with like first wrestling and and would have wrestlers <laughs> in there all the time like just downing p- traits of nachos and and tacos and stuff burritos and 
it was here like, hey guys, can you not throw each other through tables after you're done eating though? Yeah. <laughs> took my hot sauce. <laughs> They're breaking hot sauce bottles over each no other. No one takes the warrior's hot sauce. <laughs> Did someone just do a Hunakan Rana? <laughs> it was great. Uh, one of the so that we would still work a lot of gopher events because it was the same place on campus. So mm. like all these old people are coming in for like you know, Hawkeyes versus Gophers basketball or whatever. And they're like, I guess we'll go here. And then we've got like DVDs of like old Nitro playing and stuff like that. <laughs> and uh, they're like, can we get the the Buckeyes game on? <laughs> and the guy I always bartended with, he's, he's nah, a dude, We're watching 98 SummerSlam. This guy, he, he would, he'd be like, hold. He's like, no, we only put wrestling on the bar TVs. <laughs> He was like, he's a wrestler. And then I would be, this was like this, this work that we had where he would be the asshole. And I'd be like, Hey, he's sorry about him. I'm going to try to, you know, he's not looking. I'll put the game on. And then they would tip fat and then me and him would split it. You know? So (laughs) So what you're saying, what you're saying is in a wrestling theme bar, he played the heel and you were the baby face. Yeah. And then we, you know, we work. And he got to do that thing that most servers only get to do at like dicks or whatever, where you're like, you can just say what you actually think to the customers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's being the heel. Yeah. Like, that I love it. I'm like, yeah, sorry. I don't know. <laughs> he he <laughs> comes in and there's like two other guys with them and they just start taking over and like, this is the new world. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I'm going to be taking your new world order. Yeah. <laughs> We had, a, we had an NW old fashioned on the list that was really good. <laughs> That's hilarious. I can just, I can imagine it must have been great to work with a wrestler. Like, you just, all right, Trevor, this is how it's going to go. Okay. All right. Okay, okay brother. We're going to yeah. lock it up and then I'm going to slap <laughs> you. And then you're going to throw me onto the bar and you're going to slide me down the bar. And that's how we're going to clean up after that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that, that place what is really cool. Uh, uh, it was can... it was nice because we it was like fresh squeezed lime juice margaritas, so we mm-hmm. kind of priced ourselves out of the shitty college bar. Yeah, so like those kids weren't coming in. Yeah, college oh, kids are like, oh, I'll just have a Jose Cuervo. And we're like, we don't have any bad tequila. Yeah, <laughs> like Patron's the shittiest thing we have here. I'm yeah, sorry. and uh, yeah, which was was great. there any other wrestling pun name uh cocktails i'm just curious yeah so we we had a it was called a work punch that's like when you uh you do like the slap when you like you know and uh i'm trying to think there was i think there were some other ones oh i would have loved to design drinks there i would have had the king kong brandy alexander there you go Uh yeah that's good (laughs) (laughs) well we keep telling this guy like he's he's now very happy doing like wedding catering and stuff but man this this owner he was such a talented chef he would do pop-ups i don't know he'd be like all right next wednesday we're gonna be a chinese restaurant and he would like bring in like friends from like legit twin cities chefs like from zen box or whatever and they're just like oh we just get to fuck around and do whatever we want with zero consequences in this dive bar on campus (laughs) like how do we have the best noodles surrounded by chinese restaurants you know like (laughs) for one day only we would do like, like four twenty pop ups every year, where we just have like three eleven on, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what do you have like a puff puff pat pastry? 
<laughs> like a pizza Wait, what is this thing. place called again? Los it's called Bar Luchador. Bar Luchador. I am. Yeah. I'm I want to give them my business. Right. This is. Yeah. Although I'm, I'm going to come in. And I'm they, be had like... a, <laughs> they had a uh, cereal bowl flight. So it was like, it looked like a flight of different. It was just Fruit Loops and, you know, Rice Krispies. And uh, <laughs> the funniest thing it was, it was like move in or whatever. I think it was like Easter break or whatever. So there's this dad who's like, thinks he's getting tacos. And then he walks in and it's just like a 420 pop up with like drinks being served out of bongs. <laughs> and like, this dad's just eating cereal out of a bowl <laughs> for dinner. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Oh, that was one I was surprised stayed in business as long as it did. Oh, now, man. what are you talking about? Shit like that is hilarious to me. Oh man, I, that's like, great. Yeah. Like that that oh, it's creative. You know, you could you could have a Japanese restaurant take over and it could be the new Japan night. Yeah. <laughs> that's a deep wrestling cut. Um <laughs> We are, no, tonight was, we're serving a Yokozuna burger. It is two pounds of beef. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It'll give you heart problems. Yeah. yeah. You'll die in her. That, and if you have heart problems, you can see The Undertaker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was interesting being on campus. And like I said, being priced out of the college kids. So we got a lot of the, ho- there's a huge hospital on campus. Mm. So like. <laughs> I I just love nurses coming in and ordering wrestling themed food. Like, uh, yeah, I guess I'll just have um, yeah, I'll have some junkyard dog loaded tater tots. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. I guess I'll just have some junkyard dog loaded tater tots. That's, yeah, that's, well, we would get. Uh, do we have a name for the order? Get... Yeah, Doctor Hubbard. Doctor Hubbard. <laughs> uh, Doctor Hubbard, your junkyard dog loaded tater tots are ready. <laughs> Uh, if you uh, if you have too much of that, you'll actually uh, you'll have to meet Doctor Death. Yeah, <laughs> that's a terrible. Very that that's, uh, that's some seventies wrestling. I had to find like there had to be. Uh, no, why did I? Well, it's a junkyard hot dog. It's yeah, like, a junkyard hot dog. Yeah, it's, it's a junkyard hot dog. <laughs> I kept pushing for hot dog nachos. I just thought. If there's anybody who's going to figure out how to make hot dog nachos, it was this guy. (laughs) The only day that that would sell is on the 420 pop-up. Right, yeah. That sounds like something. Hot dog nachos, bro. Yeah, you know what? That does sound good, bro. (laughs) Yeah. But no, we would get a lot of uh, regulars, but they were like, you'd only see them every few months because they're like traveling in from like North Dakota because this is the hospital that has the thing for their son. And it was like, it was... Like I said, I've always enjoyed connecting with people doing the service industry stuff, which is why lunches and happy hours is more my speed. But like, it's kind of a bummer. Like when this guy will be, I'll be like, see you next time. And this guy will be like, maybe it's like, oh, fuck, you might be dead in a few months. Like, (laughs) yeah, here's hoping. Ooh. Yeah, there was this one group. They were it was this group of adults. They were coming in for happy hour like every day for a week, getting pictures of margaritas, having nachos, tacos. And I finally was like, "So, what do you guys like? You guys not have jobs or what's the deal?" And they're like, "Oh, our, our dad's on life support, and we're going to pull the plug tomorrow." So <laughs> I was like, "I'll Cheers. go ahead and fuck right the fuck off." Uh, <laughs> uh, next round's on me, you guys. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, and they they were like. Hey, we honestly really enjoyed having a nice, quiet place. I'm like, okay, fuck you. We get busy sometimes, <laughs> but no, they they were like, got what? And I was just joking and 
clearly very uncomfortable that I made a joke about their dying dad. <laughs> yeah, it's a that's a that's a tough one. Uh, I I've had all right, you guys. Thing. I'm really sorry about your dad. I'm gonna bring. Uh, I'm just gonna bring a round of hot cocoa beware's. That's on the table. <laughs> a little Frangelico in there. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's tough. Where like that, and that happened one time during one of our like it was a Burger Slam pop up or something, where they were just doing like he was trying to do clones of like White Castle steamed burgers, you know, whoppers, and then like this. <laughs> This mom who's like kid had cancer, she was like mad that she couldn't get her favorite taco. And we're like, we're sorry. Uh, like, we're do you want this today? Do you want this parlor burger ripoff that we're doing? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, you know. Look, I'm sorry about your son on this whole riddled with cancer thing. But uh, like, uh, do you have a favorite? Does he have a favorite burger joint? Sorry, you can't get you to yeah. it. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, like no, so yeah that that place closed May 2020 just out of the it was a casualty of the pandemic. Yeah, just like you know, and he was like, ah, you could take the loans and all that shit, but if you're squeaking by on you know four hundred dollars of carryout and not having the Gopher stadiums full every weekend, it's like you're right. not you're not mm-hmm. making rent. Yeah, and, and, then, and then like for the first the year of them place. doing it too, they just there was no. No one was in those stadiums for the, when they were yeah. doing this. They're just, that was a weird, unless you wanted like yeah. the giant faces in the crowd or whatever they were doing for a yeah. while. But... Uh, uh, South Korean baseball. Yeah, we've talked about this. Or they are the using sex dolls. sex dolls in the audience. <laughs> they were there already, to be fair. They were just getting publicity in the pandemic. Yeah, now they really show up now when there's no, no regular. Did anyone else think it was weird they put them in the players' wives' box? (laughs) That was odd. That was a a choice. Yeah. That was a choice. They were so busty. (laughs) Yeah, when when shit closed down, we just took the the food that was prepped. Because, you know, you have food that's prepped and Mm. just brought it to, like, a, a shelter. And then the owner went around and dropped off care packages of like some of the other food and stuff like burrito makings and and he knew what everybody liked to drink so he dropped off like four bottles of whiskey in front of my door and like <laughs> the top shelf tequila in front of Mandy's apartment or whatever and he was like hey life sucks stay home and drink up you know mm-hmm. then my wife was like hey where did all that whiskey go and I was like hey, it's gone She's like, didn't you drop that off earlier this week? And I was like, it's the pandemic, babe. We're getting through this the only way we know how. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. God, I was I was laid off during that time because I'm a bartender. And man, I think I drank more during that time than I had in like the previous four years previous to that. Just because like, what are you going to do? You're just, I'm getting unemployment. So I'm going to sit around. I'm going to drink bottles of vodka. Yeah. Let's augment this already existing depression. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think as a your, collective, talking to your pets. <laughs> yeah, because like, right. what was the one place that didn't close? Liquor stores figured out a way to stay open throughout the entire time. You know? Oh yeah, they never closed, <laughs> never once. Yeah, they just hung those little plastic. Yeah, they put a little piece up. of plant. <laughs> they made. Their like, own... We're good. <laughs> to they be were fair, the if they would have closed important... the liquor stores. We would like Wisconsin. America would have lost its shit. Yeah. No, I. 
yeah, I, I know somebody in law enforcement. He was like, yeah, that's not an option right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> like we can close a lot of things. Yeah. Lots of things. But you, you close a liquor store, they die. People yeah. die. Same thing with uh, the weed dispensaries in the legal states, too. Like, the weed dispensaries stayed open as well. Yeah. They should have opened new ones in every state. Right. Mm-hmm. They should have almost, <laughs> almost. We're, we're, Minnesota accidentally then a real legalized close to the real animals. Shit. We're gonna accidentally legalize regular stuff. <laughs> yeah, I just we're hope it's not. Like, we're gonna I hope it's not gonna be like this three-two beer of weed that we have uh, now. We have to eat yeah. four of them to feel anything. <laughs> and like, hopefully, they just go bananas and they're like, you know what? Fuck it, cots allowed. <laughs> <laughs> You're just what is cot? You were talking about this. What is? It's just it's just a plant you chew on, and it has just kind of a euphoric feeling. It's not. It doesn't even get you high like regular. Like even uh, from what I've heard, it's just kind of like you have like a mild indica. Yeah, it's like a body buzz. Kot, yeah. I believe the O has like. Yeah. it's like the and Merlot of of weed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You just kind of. Hmm. <laughs> it's the Merlot of weed, in that um, Paul Giamatti won't fucking drink it. <laughs> 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 Only the freshest references on all the uh, yeah. service. Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> how can I put a movie? How can I put a reference in from a for a twenty something year old film? Uh, yeah. And a forty year old wrestler. Uh, <laughs> this is true. This is true. Andre the Giant Burrito. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> before we go into our next segment, uh, Trevor's any other jobs or any other stories you want to talk about? Or, um, or oh, stories I, I want to just. I wanted to ask you about because you're how, how long have you been serving? I have been in the hospitality industry since I was nine years old, and I'm 39. Okay, so I've done 30 years of hospitality. I've been in uh, restaurants since I was 15. So okay, it's 24 years. So what's the what's your mouse situation? You don't have to talk about where you currently work or anything. Actually, the place like... I work now is not that big of a big of an issue. Um, they're actually pretty good about it. Um, when I worked for they've Bama got State, a restaurant cat. They uh, got a yeah. cat. Honestly, yeah. that would be great, right? It's like a bodega <laughs> but, cat, but then it's better fed. Yeah, I was just gonna say the place I worked was like an old brick crumbling building, mm-hmm. and like, oh, oh I can, I'll, I'll even say it. When I worked for Space Aliens Grill and Bar in Wake Park, <laughs> Minnesota, when we were. What, they never cleaned the place because they're paying again. It was one of those places, much like your campus bar and pe- uh, campus pizza place, where they had taken an idea and just way over expanded it. Right? Yeah. The place was not very well cleaned. The the manager did not give a fuck. In fact, it was one of those places. The health inspector, when they went to uh, shut it down, went, "This is the grossest place I have ever seen." Yes. But one day they were cleaning the fryers, and you know they were finally moving the fryers, probably for the first time ever Ugh. and they found six mouse carcasses jeez six carcasses more carcasses than one this is such a carcasses gnarly word <laughs> and I have, been... I have a story that uh uh <laughs> so we would there was like i said old crumbly brick building mm-hmm. there's mice all over the place you know like there was you know one time this lady was just like standing on the booth She's like, there's like a sort of a live mouse on the floor. And I was like, oh, sort that's, of. yeah, it was like by the door. And it was kind of 
winter time, so I was like, "Oh, he must have came come in from outside." Like, yeah, there was, yeah. So I like you know scooped it up and like was like, "I am so sorry." Obviously, your your meal's comped. You know, like I'm not gonna be like, "Here's, can you pay me twelve dollars after?" You know, yeah, she was right. she was visibly bothered mm-hmm. by it, but people would be like, "Yeah, well, we just saw a mouse go up in the." Because some people are super casual about it. They're like, we just thought we should know the mouse just went up and went into that like crack on the wall and it's just hanging out there while we're playing darts. Yeah, Stuart uh, lives up there. Yeah. Well, so we start we had a code name for mice. We would call them uh we like everybody had weird nicknames, like the regulars at the wrestling bar. Go figure. Uh, but uh so we called it Chorf. C H O R F. So we'd be like, Hey, did Chorf swing in last night or did you see him early this morning? And that was kind of like our code to be able to talk about mice around customers. <laughs> yeah, it's like it was like what like a, a CNX Tuesday or what Karen yeah. used to be. Because we'd did, have like did Chorf stand for something? Um, I think it was it was like Bar Luchador, and then like I just took the CH the I don't know. It was something about Chorf was part of it. I don't know. Well, I'm assuming okay. the R stood for rodent. Yeah, the, I, the lore gets lost in the. Uh, we'll have to consult the Bar Luchador wiki, uh, but uh, it was just one of those things where, like, you know, because we'd have those awful, you know, inhumane glue traps, and oh, then yeah. uh, and the live traps, the ones like the where they come in and it, yeah, yeah, and then finally they did go around with like that magic, you know, like foam stuff and like. The building was 90% foam at that point, you know, like the, the structural integrity foam also to keep the mice out. Yeah. But there was one day I was, I was cleaning something. It was one of those rare times like, you know what? I got nothing to do. I'm going to yeah. get out from behind the bar and like deep clean the server station, whatever. And the ceiling tile collapsed behind the bar because it was like, there was a leak or something. It, there was a rainy leaky roof, whatever. So this like, foam ceiling tile like just crumbled and the owner was there first off that was where i stood 95 percent of the day so i just <laughs> so had one to time you decided to be a, like i'm gonna be a productive bombarded employee. with whatever and uh the owner was like okay everybody step back i think i see a live wire and there's water i just want to make sure everyone's safe so everyone at the bar like went and to the back section or whatever and he's like uh-huh. Do you see that there's like eight dead mice that dropped from the ceiling? Oh. <laughs> so like we were like it's sweeping this pot. There's been like a morgue or something for for oh chorf. It's like a chorf morgue. Chorf morgue. <laughs> and it was or like, they all got electrocuted at once and they just died. They were freshies. Like a cartoon you see their like skeletons <laughs> light up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You Jesus. like it's like a cartoon where you like see like uh the outside of them, then you see the inside of them, then you see the outside of them yeah. again. Like it's... <laughs> but as it was quick thinking on his part to That's just no lie and be Five like, oh wire. yeah, we could get Perfect. electrocuted. Uh, yeah, we don't okay, want to. <laughs> That's fucking brilliant, actually. Yeah. I love it. That was that was the impending incident to get uh, to double down on the pest control mm-hmm. there. <laughs> I was just imagining when you pick that mouse up early, from the store earlier, when you pick the mouse up, you're like, yeah, I'm going to go take care of this. You take it in the back. Like, all right, you know, go back to the chef's hat, Ratatouille. Yeah. All right, gonna, <laughs> you put it back into the stoner kid's head. And then all of a sudden he's making, he's making, uh, you know, 
some delicious, yeah, delicious you get back there and make some goddamn tacos. Throw it in his to... uh, Rey Mysterio lucha mask so mm-hmm. he can control him around. <laughs> well, Trevor, um, as you know, on this podcast, we don't just exist to talk about the st- uh, the jobs and the stories there within. We also exist to battle the scourge that oh, is known yeah. as Karens. But Trevor Anderson, before we go into our next segment, we always like to ask our guests, how would you define a Karen? Um, that's a great question. I think it it's somebody who has an unearned place of entitlement. Like, they, you know, like we're, we're all just existing in this capitalist hellscape of whatever's going on these days. But it's someone who like <laughs> thinks that they're on a different plane and uh, have to, <clears throat> feel it. They feel compelled to like make noise until they get something that they think they're deserved of. And, you know, the rest of us are kind of like, no, that's just how it goes, you know? Yeah. And it is, I think it's a genderless term. Oh yeah. And, uh, we you call, know, my, we call my the neighbor Karen's, Karen's the sweetest lady Kieran's. in the world. So yeah, we're, we're, we're big fans of calling him Kyle's Kieran's Chad's. Uh, there's yeah. different. And like, it's not just Karen's. It could be Becky's Susan's, uh, mm-hmm. you know what? I like Chorf. Chorf, yeah. Chorf's I like, like, or new, 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 like, yeah, you can collapse that, yeah. I like that. I Talk think that's about them right, right to their fucking faces. And, and they're, they're already kind of like, they're already kind of rodent-like anyway. Yeah, that's, it's sort of like a, a it sounds like a, a swear word that, it, or a slur that like really means nothing. Yeah, it's... <laughs> hey, you know, the, that, that race war between the What did the you say about the, my heritage? <laughs> You know, remember, remember in, in West Side Story when the Chorfs uh, went off against the Pazookies. <laughs> when you're a Chorf, you're a Chorf. Well, yeah, there's a bunch of Chorfs at table eight. You know, they don't yeah. tip well. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Chorfs. Well, not in my neighborhood. <laughs> Each week, we look at different Yelp reviews. Um, Google reviews, Facebook reviews. Sometimes they're handwritten notes or tweets, and it's a segment we call the Karen of the Week. This is Karen. I'm your boss. Oh my God, Karen. Oh my God, Karen. This is Karen. I'm your boss. Oh my God, Karen. Oh my God, This is Karen. I'm your boss. Oh my God, Karen. I'm your boss. Oh my God, Karen. Oh my God, Karen. Oh my God, Karen. Each and every week, fellow contributor, comedian, and general saint of a human being, Rebecca Wilson dramatically reenacts one of these Karen complaints. And here is Rebecca with the Karen of the Week. Letting customers know about the overly complicated self-checkout phone system that only accepts a limited number of gift cards. The only reason we came here for the first time in years and last ever from the beginning would be a nice start, as well as posting the outrageous beer prices for customers to see. And self-checkouts? What the fuck is this, Walmart? I forgot to check my schedule today, and I didn't realize I was working a shift at a shitty wing place. 
Furthermore, if I wanted to pay on my phone, I would have ordered delivery. And I'm sure those exorbitant prices still would have been cheaper than coming here. One would think that the cost y'all have cut by not having cardboard boats anymore, getting different wing flavors all thrown together on one platter is lazy <laughs> bullshit, by the way, would allow you to pay your servers enough to run a tab like a normal business. But I guess that's too much to ask anymore. Your shitty, undisclosed practices and pricing fucked your employee out of a tip. I Whoa. know you all have a terrible COVID outbreak and have to shut your whole garbage operation down. I hope the avian flu destroys your chain. What an unfortunate way to spend MLK Jr. holiday. And no, I wouldn't like a gift card to make it up to me. It would be too much of a hassle to redeem. Fuck you. Fuck your mothers. Fuck your grandmothers. Oh, Man, I love. That yeah. is a great ending, though. I yeah. She got personal. There she wanted the whole like, staff to have avian flu? Yeah. <laughs> I think she, it's a wing place, right? So yeah, I think I, she's counting on the supply chain to be disrupted by avian flu. Yeah, she was really fucking with the wing street. We well, yeah, either yeah. it had to be either wings. The, that one was one where I found like the the, the uh, I found the text, but it didn't say what it was for. It has to be a Wing Street or a a, a Buffalo a Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, yeah. It, there there were some moments where I was like, she's making some okay points. Where she's like, self checkout. What is this a Walmart? Right. I was like, oh, I, she's I, advocating for for service industry job security. And then, yes. you know, she, listen, I'm not tipping that server because of this right. inconvenience. Yeah. Then I was like, oh, no, you chorfed up. Chorfed up. Chorf up, bitch. Oh, wow. Chorf, chorf sound, now that I think about it, Chorf does definitely sound like that was the alternative name for Snarf on Wondercat. Or, uh, <laughs> Wondercat. Chorf. Oh, Chorf. Oh, I know. Chorf, chorf. See, it, it rolls off the tongue. But no, like, yeah. back to this chorf. Uh, I guarantee you that there's probably something on their website. If you, again, like, they had a, they said they had a ton of gift cards to use. So my guess is they probably in some sort of like raffle or maybe it was like some sort of like sale where you can buy gift cards. At, maybe they bought it at that, uh, that place in Wisconsin you work at. Sometimes they would sell yeah. like old gift cards and shit. It doesn't make, they don't care. And they, so they probably had, a, they, they acquired a bunch of gift cards thinking, I'm just going to go in and I'm going to get a bunch of wings, whatever, dot at the dot. They probably never thought to look on the right, site. At the, at the, yeah. Uh, but I have to, I just have to say the, the, the biggest takeaway that I got from this is, this lady got way too fucking mad about something so trivial mm-hmm. on Martin Luther King Day. Yeah, I, I wonder yeah. if that was that was the 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 like the, the, the extra point. I, uh, yeah, that's one of the reasons I picked it. I'm like ruined by Martin Luther King weekend. <laughs> you if know, Martin the- Luther King ate at this wing restaurant. He would be appalled. I have a dream. And that dream celery and blue cheese will not cost extra. No, the fucking 
My wings shall not have different flavors commingling. Yeah, that that seems counterintuitive to the MLK yes, spirit. Yes, like, that's the other thing. Yeah, don't let my wings mingle. Yeah. I have a dream. You wanted to have yeah, that keep the wings zesty separate. barbecue will be next to buffalo on a platter. Separate but equal wings, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a dry rub only ranch cup. <laughs> she really, and then at the end, just a cherry on the cake. Fuck your mother. Fuck you. Fuck your mother. Fuck, fuck your, your grandma. Just down the lineage. Yeah. Right? I, you know, but that's what happens when but you stop at Jim Crow's wings. Flu. <laughs> didn't want your mother or your grandmother to get avian flu. She just wanted you to have sex with them. Yeah. Go do go do some incest on Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Yes, again. Yeah, that's who tells someone that they don't know on the internet in on a Yelp review to go fuck themselves, fuck their mother, you, fuck their grandmother you, on you, MLK. Oh, happy MLK weekend! You, you you already said it, Joe. You said yeah. You said three words on the internet. That that on the internet. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Ugh. That's yeah. That that just seems like it had escalated quickly. Yeah. Again, stop by Jim Crow's Wings, you guys. So, uh, I love that. Do you That's, think she came in hot? Like ah, this table. People good. like that. Yeah, they they're looking for an issue. Oh, because yeah. again, she said we we gave it the chance, even though we hadn't been there for years, sort of thing. So that to me says that like. She already was going in with low expectations. Well, because she had the gift cards. That's the only reason. Yeah, exactly. She probably got them. Like everyone from her family gave them for Christmas. Like, ah, what does Becky want? I don't know. Uh, get a Dumpy fat ass probably wants wings and beer. Let's get her gift <laughs> cards to Buffalo Wild Wings. She really likes yeah, she ultimate always, fighting. Yeah, she always has barbecue stains on her sweatshirt. So I'm assuming she likes wings. Again. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm just imagining her. She's a she's typing that out on her phone, but there's like barbecue or there's like wing sauce on the phone. (laughs) Fucking phones all sticky with barbecue sauce. I assume let's get her fucking B Dubs gift cards. She's got a muzzle full of just like just ranch and 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 like buffalo sauce. And I guess it's the best. Yeah, whenever she's spit talking with a mouthful, it's always. He's always spit talking wings at me. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm guessing this is a chain. It oh, sounds sure. like it. I'm, that's why we think it's a wing stop or a, a, a B dubs. There's a specific type of person that like goes hard at chain restaurants, and I I recently have kind of found this out because like so my my wife's job is actually way more fascinating than any than mine. She works <laughs> for R and D in. Uh, uh, General Mills, I guess you could say it doesn't matter. She's she's great, and um, but she like does top secret stuff, building items for chain restaurants. Like, hey, so wait, 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 just one second. So you're saying that both you and your wife have worked with serial flights? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I it's just, a, it's it's a calling card of the family. It's on our crest. Mm-hmm. It's just it's like six bowls of cinnamon toast crunch. And yeah, tell uh, her to bring back Count Chocula. Is it, it still gone? exists? She's not in cereal. She's in baked goods. So it's oh. it's a gigantic company. But like she like I can only really talk about stuff that's come out 
because mm-hmm. like okay. you have to sign an NDA or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. Like some like someone from Taco Bell is gonna listen to this and be like, they're doing what? <laughs> we gotta get our scientists on this right away. But uh, like she worked science for food, science. Also, and they were doing like global taco kits or whatever. Okay. Like, Caribbean jerk chicken tacos, like you know, just this is like regular ass tacos not going anywhere, but they got to expand the business. And like, I'll see the Facebook arguments people will get on, like, <laughs> like that's not a real taco. And then other people are like, shut the fuck up! If you put it on a tortilla, it's a taco. It doesn't matter if it's Korean bulgogi beef flavored. And it's like, <laughs> just goes this, to, on the internet. Is it's, this the evolution of is a hot dog a sandwich? Yeah, I don't know. Like, if you don't want a Caribbean jerk taco, don't eat one. Don't that eat sounds one. delightful. I want one yeah. of those. But no, it's, yeah, it's so, it's interesting too, because like during the pandemic, they, they would normally have focus groups. And then I became one of the focus group people. She's like, we got to eat pizza from three different chains this week. And I'm like, oh, darn. <laughs> Good, because just, all I've been drinking is whiskey. Yeah, I, I wasn't planning on four bottles of whiskey my former boss gave me. <laughs> okay, honey, that was your idea. Not like I was already planning that. Yeah, <laughs> that was. That's just your meal plan for the we'll week. Just say that's your idea. Yeah. Feel like that's you. Yeah. Yeah, and then when she was pregnant, she's like, "I guess we're gonna still keep eating pizza from everywhere." <laughs> and like, "Oh, I guess I'll have to take one for the team." Yeah. Oh, it's a nine-month experiment. Yeah. <laughs> it started off great. Yeah, it's a long it's a long study. Yeah. Well, much like complaining that you can't use all them gift cards. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Man, everyone the people want to know, Trevor, what's the best pizza? Oh man. Campus pizza. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> the pizza was so good. Like, I was a fan of it before I started working there. And then when they closed, I was like, well, I'm going to lose a ton of weight because I'm not eating a pizza <laughs> every day. And that was not true because I was also on my feet for nine hours a day serving, you know. Right. You were burning it all out. You were burning those pizzas. I was just sitting at home, still had the taste for pizza <laughs> and not walking, you know. But no, I, as far as chain pizza goes, it's kind of tough. What do you guys think? Do you have any loyalties of chain pizzas? Uh, chain. I think, would you count Pizza Luce as a chain? They're no, chain that's, re- that's 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 local. That's I think regional, talking, right? Talking we're national. Talking main, national. Well, I think that that's my answer too. Is not necessarily Pizza Luce, but like if I'm gonna, you know, on this side of the whole like restaurant cataclysmic shutdown due to pandemic, like. Mm-hmm. If I'm gonna eat pizza, I'm gonna spend the extra bucks and try to get it from someone like local. Yeah, because the, the Domino's down chain. the street's gonna be fine. The right. pizza, well, maybe get some the pizza Hut might not be fine, but yeah, no, I get that. Uh, I would say, uh, you know, only purely bit by the fact that I can uh, be just out of my mind and I can still do it from my phone is Domino's. They have the yeah. easiest interface. I, I literally have an account. I, I click on it. It automatically signs me in. Half the time, I just hit the previous order button. It charges yeah. my card. I, I, it's five minutes. I'm, you know, I'm two bottles of whiskey in, you know, whatever. 
And at that, so purely for convenience, and it's 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 not bad. And then it's also not supporting, uh, you know, Papa John's. They're 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 questionable with a lot of their yeah. uh, business practices. Uh, Pizza Hut is hasn't been good since you were able to get a free pizza Sour. for reading a book. Yeah. Um, and I, uh, there's no other real national chains other than those. Th- I mean, I guess Little Caesars, but you know. Uh, you don't. That's not really delivery pizza. That's uh, I need to feed like eighty people, and I only have eighty bucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, that's I, the technically love, pizza. Little Caesars was my favorite. You walk in, oh, it's bam, not bad. You walk out, you are done. This price this point transaction, yeah. and it, the transaction took less than a minute. It is. Dude. It is garbage. Uh, the only thing is, it's not good the next day. No. Sure, dude. It's not good. It's not good if you don't eat it in the fucking parking lot. This is true. Like, and like, by the time it gets home, it's terrible. Yeah, I will say regional chains. I do like Jets. Jets pizza is good. Jets. They good. do that Detroit I like pizza man. You're a pizza, pizza man guy. Okay? Yeah, never had it. It's like that quintessential, just down the line, like cheesy, greasy bar pizza. I don't know. I, you guys got I, me all pizza up now. Sorry, yeah, my, my answer like, is pizza. Joe's going to go eat a whole Heggies after this. Yeah, I was going to, like, eat hell. I'm, I've been trying to eat healthier food, and, you know, so that, that I can, so that your day, like, goes better. So that I'm not, like, so after you eat, you feel like, oh, I'm going to take a nap because I just ate fucking a giant hero sandwich. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Trying to eat healthier so I can well, have more energy later in the day. The, the trick, Joe, now is go you got to you got to get a you got to get a pizzeria salad, and then yeah, <laughs> yeah. just a greasy salad. That's what well, yeah, that's gonna no because you don't even have to chew it. It just it's slides just a wedge down of your... tomato. Yep. Like... Yeah. <laughs> Why are there pepperoncinis on this? Listen, we had a bunch. We had to get rid of them. It was they were in the olives bucket. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I thought I was reaching into the olives, but I got pepperoncini. You just you get it's everything. Everything they have back there. Did you put Parmesan cheese on this? Yeah, well, that, that Parmesan would make would at least make sense. Yeah. <laughs> well, much like finding some pineapple in your pizzeria pizza, sometimes you have to ask yourselves, gee, why did it fail? Everything was squared away. Everything was squared away. I had my plan written down. I had my plan written down. I thought I was here to stay. I thought I was here to stay. Now, now I, I have, have to figure out why, gee, why did it fail? Each and every week, we look at different restaurants, businesses, and let's face it, ever since we switched to Zoom, it's training videos and local commercials. And we're back. Yes. We already know who this is. If you've been listening to anything we've been doing over the last couple of months, (laughs) we are obsessed with Pan Am. No, 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 we switched oh, to yeah. a gentleman by the name of Mark Norton. And good, he, good call. He owns a uh, furniture boy. store. Owns a furniture store. So he does weird, like, sketch like commercials. And he are has we a getting studio. Back to the, are we getting back to the, the life size figurines? No, this, these He's ones getting away are from even using those. These ones are even more bizarre. Well, now that now that he's He's been filming at the Digital Edge Video Productions. Yeah. Uh, they're getting more professional. Look, they, they even have a countdown. Uh, Ten ones here. and zeros. Yeah. All right. Like so those. this one is just called Norton Furniture Clacks. 
And oh, Mac, Mac, Mac acts like he's from South Boston, even though he's lived in Cleveland his whole life. And he takes weird. It's just this man is the Cleveland. He takes fans his employees rank. and he makes them be in the commercial. In the commercial, it's great. So we got a few of these on this week's G. Why did it fail? Ladies and gentlemen, time is running out. Now, seriously, if you can't get credit at Norton Furniture, you can't get credit anywhere. Norton Furniture guarantees same-day delivery. My name is Mark, and you can count on it. The best part of that one is Mark is wearing a fucking gi. Yes, but it's a black gi in black, like with a black background with yeah. clocks just popping in CGI and, and, style. And falling behind him and popping up. And then it freeze frames with him catching one. Right. But so there's one real one at the end. Oh, no, it's not even no, real. It's not even, yeah. That's how so good one. the digital is. You don't even know that it's fake. Uh, it, it he looks amazing. like he would rip your throat out if you didn't buy. Like, the way he's talking, he just, like, gets in real close. He's like, you're going to buy some furniture? Yeah, Can we go back furniture. one more time? Because halfway through the commercial, it was so quiet, right? If we start right here, there's a baby. You could hear a fucking baby off camera. It probably just was like the person filming it was probably a single mother who couldn't bring. Yes. It's like it was just like about halfway through the commercial. He's like not talking and the clocks are just ticking. Mm -hmm. And you could just hear some kid off camera say something like this just gets better. You're like, all right. okay, so we're CGIing stuff now. All right. okay. this is the weirder one. There's a weirder one. Okay. Oh yeah, and he's got, right. this this guy, and that's this is saying something. This one's definitely even more strange than the last one. So Kimona, Kimona Mac catching clocks. Okay. This is this is even another one. Just gee, why did it fail? Good news for people have credit problems. Norton Furniture is here for you. Wow, do you two do everything together? We're, We're twins. twins. How's your credit? We're, We're twins. twins. If you can't get credit in Norton Furniture, you can't get credit anywhere. If you can't get credit in Norton Furniture, you can't get credit anywhere. You're twins. Six, eight, seven, sixteen, sixty. Wow. <laughs> you twins. Uh, By the way, the you guys green were... screen with nothing behind yes. it. Yes, <laughs> they it's, do that it's a infuriating lot. where they use a green screen, but then they don't green screen themselves anywhere also, he's on the green screen why is he a, standing next to the statue of liberty it's another one of his figurines oh you're right it's another one of those figurines i thought that was cgi no, that's oh, a real so, one. you're right because she's got a fucking melty the statue of liberty's got a little melty face they're very they're like just slightly he got the he got he this the, from your liquidators yeah, he got the from it's a just, liquidator. uh, yeah. but it's, it's just like reject. they're like we're twins but we hate uh, they hand this this the attractive lady uh, some flowers. These guys aren't twins, by the way. They're, these guys just work in the loading docks. Like, no, honestly. look at their shirts. They're clearly twins. So it says it's, twin. Yeah, it's not even twins. It's twin. And it's not even twin one, twin two. It just it's, says twin on it. 
I like for a furniture company that they seem to have the lowest budget for furniture in this. <laughs> There's a chair and a table. And, and, and a lamp. Oh, yeah. Don't forget the lamp. Uh, like, yeah. And, and none the of those Statue things of Liberty look, Lady. Don't forget about her. But none of those things are featured. And like, like the table, the TV's on is just like the side of it. Hey, you can get this one. No. Is this directed by Tim and Eric? You you would (laughs) think. You're not the first person to ask us this. We don't think so. We think this is all the work of Matt. This I'm excited for. This is Mark Norton's brain. Is the most minimalist commercial they've ever done. And it is still just a more minimal what? than one chair. Yes. <laughs> yes. Just gee, why did it fail? I just applied for credit. What did they say? Rejected again. Nobody will give me credit. Good news. The people have credit problems. What? Furniture is <laughs> Can you guarantee same day delivery? Don't worry about a thing. My name is Mark. And you can count on the it. Jordan's Furniture, 2106 Main Avenue. 216-687-1660. So, I guess this is an audio format. They're just hands. Okay, so that whole thing was just a couple's hands. Yeah. And they were holding hands, and then... You know, and then you can't get credit, so she's like, ah, fuck nervous. you. But then, out of nowhere, come <laughs> these ghostly pair of Mark Norton. <laughs> Mark Norton's hands. Translucent, just... creepy vampire hands. And yeah, they come, they slowly become fully like, fully real, and he just places it on top of yeah. like lovingly. I'm not gonna, I'm not, it, is, it, is, it is definitely a black couple as well. Yes, very much so. I don't and then know all of a sudden, why it just... needed to be a black couple. But just, you know, whatever. And they, it, he, I think he's making an implication. Oh, you can't get credit? I can help right. you. Why did the bad credit people have to be black? Like, yeah, this is the like, and then it's like Mark's giant mitt over both of their hands. I'm here to help you with your furniture. I pray and, to God that this was, I, and I know it was, but I, I hope it was done in one take. No, nope. just so that he wasn't like, let's do it again. Because, like, put uh, his hand on it. If you so. Do yourself a favor, Trevor. Go on to YouTube. There are literally hundreds. I will be looking that up this afternoon. There's some wild ones where you're just like, "What? What?" And you will you will ask. And what's even funnier is uh, Joe and I. Uh, I'll, I'll announce it. We're, we're not going to do it. On, uh, we might put it on a, an awful conversation sometime, or if we ever really decide <laughs> to put in the video again. <coughs> he has some sketches that are like six, yep. five, six minutes long. Oh, and they're bad. It's yeah. It's wow. Uh, and I'm looking forward to it. I I really I honestly believe that his dad used to have this furniture store, mm-hmm. and his dad got ill, and so he had to come home and end his acting career as you know, <laughs> like passed out drunk guy on the stairs on CSI. You know, like and, yeah, like and he was. That's like, where he picked up the accent. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I could do a bunch of different actors. Dad, I've been in New York. <laughs> I'm an actor. I have an agent now. Uh, so he then, you know, took to making the own his own commercials as when he took over the business. Yeah. It's like, Mom, I'll take over Dad's business, but I'm going to do all the commercials myself. 
his dad, his dad's dying wish is like, listen, I need you to justify the hundred thousand dollars we spent to send you to Juilliard. Mark, Mark Norton. He sounds just like his his dad. Mac, and him sounding Mac. I need no more falling clocks. <laughs> I'm going to show that to my... to the, uh, never, never let go of the jingle one. He, he must have inherited a, a just a fucking storage unit full of figurines. Like there's, oh, yeah, I can't wait to go down that rabbit hole. Oh. I wonder what's behind this door. Mm-hmm. Well, Trevor, this has been a fantastic episode, but I think it's time we 86 the podcast. Oh, but we, had, we, we do, had a podcast. I just got a fucking twelve top. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Separate checks. Yeah. All right. I'll tell them that they they're, uh, they're splitting waters. I'll tell them there's a live wire. <laughs> yeah. Back away, everybody. Let's. There's an electrical hazard. <laughs> but uh, before we end the podcast, we have one last segment, Trevor. It's called Human Yelp Reviews. That's where you, Trevor Anderson, you get to review the podcast. We prefer to use a five star metric, but you can use as many stars as you like. Uh, you can either review the podcast as a whole or myself and Joe as individuals and whenever you'd like to start. Oh, man. Well, like I said, I, I've i listened to a few of these and will continue to do so because um, it's like I, I love podcasts and it's a nice way to build parasocial relationships with famous people. But now I'm like, Oh, I can do that with people that I have real social relationships with now too. <laughs> and like listen back to like people that I know that are chatting with you guys. And uh I was going to I was actually going to listen to the one with Miss Shannon on it. And then I, I sent her a chat. screenshot. I was like, "Yours would be the one that's two and a half hours long." <laughs> she's like, "Oh, well, they just kept chatting," and I'm like, "Yeah, it was them who was talking for two hours nonstop." <laughs> I I just imagine Matt didn't even get a word in between Joe and Shannon. <laughs> oh no, Matt got a few. He got uh, some words in there. It's the, no, the bell had to be rung. I, I will say, like. uh Rating podcasts is the same as tipping. So like five stars, 20% is the baseline, even if it sucks. But I genuinely do it. I enjoy, I love being on it and I'm going to listen to more of them because I think it's a, it's a cool concept. It's, it's the, what if like comedians just chatted, but with a good parameter and like some clear segments that are unique and interesting so yeah, I'll say seven out of five. I'll give you guys a thirty percent nice. service industry tip. There we go. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Everyone uh, in the service industry would be much more financially solvent if we stopped fifty percent tipping each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys saw someone's dog in the, in shit. The they're awful. If they like stack their appetizer plates and then like tip twelve dollars on a beer and a slider. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know it's a problem we all have. So yeah, easy come easy. It's catch and release tipping. <laughs> nice, uh, Trevor. How do people follow you? Uh, Trevor Anderson comedy on a bunch of stuff. Uh, you know, I I think I'm gonna delete Twitter. I don't know. I haven't used it, so um, you can see my tweet from eight years ago if you want to in a very short window. But uh, I'm just <laughs> I'm working on redoing my website, uh, TrevorAndersonComedy.com. That should have a bunch of dates and stuff. Um, hopefully more and more as things kind of keep keep opening up. Uh, yeah, 
fingers crossed. Joe, how do people follow you? Oh, yeah. You know what? Uh, Instagram uh, photographies, the word photograph, I-Z-I-N-G. And, uh, or you can check out my other podcast that I uh, do with my, uh, my girlfriend, Brittley. Uh, we, it's called, uh, we're over through now, a new episode coming out. We just, uh, we just went to the Asia mall and had a goddamn blast. Uh, I will say one thing about the Asia mall. They just have regular bathrooms. Like I was really expecting some bathroom tech. Oh, you thought you were going to get like a Japanese talking toilet? Yes. Yeah. I want the Japanese talking toilet. I wanted a heated seat from the poopins. Is it, is it called Asia Mall or is that just what no, you're calling? That's what it's called. No, it's okay, literally okay. called Asia Mall. It's I don't know why. Because uh, uh, it's, it's a bunch of different like small Asian like stores and restaurants. So it's like you can get bows, you can go get ramen, you Where can go this? get like I, Thai I stuff. Go. It's, it's Eden Prairie and it's re- Eden Prairie and it's really Prairie. tasty. Uh, okay. It's and there's a whole big supermarket. You can get durian fruit there, yeah, which I don't like, think it's illegal. I think it's not illegal. Uh, to bring durian fruit on public transit here in America. Yeah, they don't know yet. Because <laughs> they don't know that it's... That'll be the legislation that gets passed before actual marijuana. legalized marijuana. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you stick with your gummies. We got to get this durian out of, out of the trains. You can have some Delta. <laughs> the Joe's, Joe's going to be the reason that we don't have legal weed as he brings durian onto the... <laughs> Just be a face on a bus ad. This man ruined it for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> Cigarette hanging from his mouth. I All just right. wanted some cot. <laughs> <laughs> you can follow me. I'm Matt Doim on Facebook and Instagram. I'm still on Twitter as at Chubby Waiter, as I believe in truth and advertising. Uh, only thing I'm going to promote is, of course, the uh, Keller Comedy Open Mic every single Wednesday evening in the basement of the Red Carpet Nightclub in the Keller Bar. Uh, I host a delightful open mic. Uh, doors open at 8. Show starts at about 9.15 because fuck you. That's why. Because um, <laughs> honestly, it's the dumbest fucking thing. Uh, because if I'll start the show at 9 and no one is there and at 9.15, all of a sudden 20 people roll in. That's why. That makes sense. So that's why I said never... it starts 9-ish. Okay, Matt, I'm going to officially do it. Adding friend on Facebook. Nice. Now that we've officially met 171 mutual friends. Nice. Um, I got one more follow on this episode alone. All right. And, uh, you know, follow the podcast at Awful Service Pod across all platforms. Send us your stories of of mice falling from the ceiling uh, at awfulservicepod at gmail.com. Sharks. Those shorts, I tell you. They're not going to marry my sister. Not <laughs> my neighborhood. <laughs> no, those are pizookies. The shorts are the ones who fight the pizookies. We've been yes. over this. Trevor, this has been delightful. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you. My pleasure. And as always, fuck you. Fuck your mother. <laughs> your grandmother. And Me as mom. always, have a good night. It's time to count the till Sweep the floors and mop the spills Say goodnight Dispose of the trash and turn out the light Tell me why I try This whole damn thing is a lie So I'll take my tips My services have earned me this Maybe I will find a way 
lock the door.